one of the things that has been so dawning on me lately, I don't, I don't know why, I guess maybe just because I need it. But, um, you know, the word says when you boldly come to the throne of God, you have an opportunity to get into his presence. How many want to come to just a place where you enjoy each other or we come to this place, enjoy each other, enjoy God? And I want you to know that we're gathered together in whose name? And I want you to know right now, God is in our midst, and we have an audience with him, and we're going to hear from him tonight, amen. And if we truly believe that God is here, which he is, I wonder if you just close your eyes and just lift up your hands and stir yourself up into his presence tonight. Come on. Father, we just thank you. We're not questioning whether you're here or not. We honor your presence tonight because we're gathered in your name. Thank you for the wonderful testimonies from our financial peace that you led us to do. And so many, so many people have changed their legacy. And Father, tonight we thank you for the word that you've placed in my spirit. And Father, we ask you, God, give us eyes that we can see. Father, I, I ask you in Jesus' name to refill us with the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, the eyes of our understanding being flooded with light. So we know the hope of your calling. What are the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us who are to believe? Father, I pray that you'd strengthen all of us with your might, by your spirit in our inner man. Father, I ask you for more grace to serve you acceptably upon all of us and all those viewing online and all those who are part of this big Harvest Church family and also our regional uh, family as well. It is good to be in the house of God tonight. And Father, for those who are shut in, we realize that uh, video and, and watching uh, by video is just so a wonderful tool. There are those that are looking in tonight that are just trying to check us out to see if they want to visit us. Then there are those that all of a sudden are going to be coming back because you prompt them to and because there's nothing like the assembly, but thank you for it. And Father, we just thank you for revealing word on Wednesday we'll say wow because you are a good God we honor your presence if we've done or said anything that that hurts your heart forgive us father we're leaning in tonight and father we thank you for these things we give you all the praise all the honor and all the glory in Jesus name amen before you have a seat it's good to turn around and give a fist pump or wave if you don't want if you don't want to shake anybody's hands that's fine what a wonderful series we just came out of financial peace all right so what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to start a, a series getting back to some of our foundational things, and I want to work on knowing God's will concerning healing. Is it God's will for me to be healed? Is it God's will for everyone to be healed? Well, you know, I, I keep hearing these words from Dad Hagen. He would always say, what does the word say? My mind's going back to something I want to share with you. Remember that point that I'm leaving. Uh, this past Sunday, I'm not, sh not sure if you're here tonight. Not, I wouldn't pick at them or poke, poke at them. No, I'm not going to poke at them. 
I wouldn't pick them out. But there, there was a very new uh, a couple that had just come to our church, and I was able to spend a little time with them. And I was able to, to find out that said, you know what, we've been watching you for a few months. One of the reasons why we are watching you for a th- few months is because we're 0-2 as far as churches go. <laughs> and they were like, God, where's our home? Where do we need to be? You do know that you don't have a choice in the matter, right? Wait a minute, is Jesus Lord? So we just choose where we live. We choose our career. We choose our church. Jesus is Lord is more than a mouthful. And um, so anyway, they, they uh, came and experienced things live, and they were just like, we've been here for a few weeks, and we're, we're happy to call Harvest home. Isn't that wonderful? God uses technology that way too. God is so good. So this word, as you hear this word tonight, never forget that you can forward these words to maybe somebody that you know would really need this word. Um, if I get some of our sound people, I feel like I'm in an echo, if I can get a little help there. Um, but we're going to talk about knowing God's will concerning here. Yeah, thank you. That, that, that helped. <laughs> so, you know, I really want to work on the truth about healing And we need to work on having the same witness in our spirit that we are healed, that we have the same witness in our spirit that we are saved. The same witness that bears witness with our spirit that we are saved is the same witness also that the word of healing bears witness with our heart that we are healed. Uh, if you're not uh, studying with us on, or coming to service on Sunday mornings, I really, really would encourage you to come along with us on this journey because we're talking about how God made man in his image. John 4 says, God is a what? Spirit. So Genesis chapter 1 says, let us make man in our image. So which way did he make us? Spirit. And then, um, you know, in the beginning of Genesis, then he fashioned our bodies out of the dust of the ground. I mean, you know, you really think about, um, you think about grievances between races and cultures. It's just a matter of what color of dirt we come from. I don't mean to offend anybody, but really, we all come from Adam. We're all made from the same, you know, same dust. Think about it. But uh, anyway, um, We are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in our bodies, our earth suit. You've never seen me before. You've only seen my spirit. You know, uh, like an instructor told us, basically you're looking out, I'm I'm looking out through my, sort of like my, my house windows, looking out into the front yard. But I'm so thankful that I know I'm not just a body. And I don't just have a soul, which is a mi- my mind, my will, and my emotions. What I'm trying to do right now in introducing this is we want to get that healing word so down deeply on the inside of our spirit that no matter what our flesh thinks, that's not the true us. I'm not saying, you know... My wife has been going through some things. I told the first service Sunday. I didn't tell the second service. And it's been, it's been quite difficult. 
As a matter of fact, she's going to be having surgery on this coming Monday. But, uh, you know, those symptoms in her body showed up with something. You don't just say, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to doctors because I believe by Jesus' stripes I'm healed. Now, unless you know for sure, I would never tell you to stop taking medicine, to start taking medicine. I don't know. I might tell you that. But uh, most of the time, people uh, need to be encouraged to go to doctors. I don't know why. Some people say, well, it means my faith is small. Well, get over that. Uh, you know, so that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, doctors aren't healing business. But anyway, let's look at the word tonight, and we're going to work on having the same kind of witness in our heart that we are healed like we do that we are saved. Does anybody know you're saved here today? But what if you don't feel like it? I said, what if you don't feel like it? What's your proof? Bear, but the Holy Spirit bears with us while our spirit. What's another proof? You got the Word of God. What does the Word say? So on the inside of you, how many ever wake up not feeling saved? Raise your hand. You all know that, okay? Um, this afternoon, I was extremely tired for some reason. So I got a little rest. It's just amazing what a little rest will do to your, your, your body. Uh, but anyway, let's work on that today. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. Knowing God's will so deeply, so deeply that you have that same witness by the Spirit that you are healed as you do that you are saved. What if someone tried to talk you out of your salvation? The enemy does. He tries to steal that word sown into your heart. He's a liar. You've got to get what does a word say on it. You've got to, and you've got to keep it on your, your person. You remember way back when it was popular for us to carry around, what, those little cards with a scripture on it? Well, now we have, you know, we have uh, phones and tablets we can put them on. And we need to remind ourselves of who we are in Christ and what God has wrought for us in the great work of redemption. Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led... By the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You know, a real good proof that we're in the family of God is we'll follow Him. <laughs> a real good proof that we're in the family of God is that we'll, we'll go His direction and, and not just follow the crowd. It is so clear who is a child of God and who's not. You could say you love God, but if you don't do the Word, you're not following God. The Word says, those that love me will do my commandments, will, will do my words. Anybody love God today? Come on, let's say, God, I love your Word. I love your Holy Spirit. I love your gifts. I love everything that you have for us. And Father, we are going to take advantage of all of it in Jesus' name. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage, so don't you dare buy into fear or bondage, because God didn't give you a spirit of fear or bondage, but of power, love, and a sound mind, the Word says. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, whereby you cry, what? Abba, Father. 
Just about every time I look at that word father, I think of my dad in the grandstands of heaven and how much more of a revelation I got of God as my father when he went home be with the Lord. God is truly our father, and we can look to him for everything. Thank God for good people around us, but we need to know him as our father. Verse 16, can you read it with me? One, two, three, read. The Spirit, the Spirit, the Spirit, pause right there. That shows you the Trinity. That's a personal pronoun. God is not just one God manifested three ways. God is one God manifested three persons. Now, how, figure that out with your head. I can't, but I know the Trinity. I know God the Father personally. I know God the Son personally. And the Holy Spirit's on the inside of me. These all agree, and they're one and united. Thank God. The Spirit himself, where is the Holy Spirit, by the way? Yeah, this is a little interactive tonight, but where is the Holy Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit's in heaven. No. There's, a, there's a, um, a minister that the Lord allowed him to see heaven in a vision. And um, <clears throat> so he wanted to go see, you know, the throne of God. He wanted to go see God the Father. He wanted to go see Jesus. And on the way, he said, where's the Holy Spirit? Well, he's on earth. <laughs> he, he is now indwelling the, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Say with me, God's in me. The Holy Spirit's in me. Forgive me, Holy Spirit, for grieving you or not paying attention to you. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are what? Children of God. That's the most significant statement. One of the most significant statements you'll ever hear. The Spirit himself bears witness with our flesh. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our soul. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit. That's who you are. That's why you can have doubt come against your mind and still be in faith in your spirit. That's why you can believe you receive healing in your heart. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I'm just getting a little excited. I feel that wow word coming. <laughs> so you can believe you receive healing from God and your, your flesh is crying out with all kinds of opposite, you know, symptoms. Boy, thank God for doctors that can help us, you know, with, with different medicines or whatever you're facing or challenged with. But we ultimately look as God as our great physician, right? Now, what if, you, what if you related with, believe you received your healing, and all of a sudden your mind tries to figure it out, but it doesn't look like it, it doesn't feel like it, my emotions, my emotions are up and down. No, but where does he bear witness that you're saved? In your spirit. Where does he live? In your spirit, that's where he bears witness with you. That's where he bears witness with you that you're a child of God. That's where he bears witness with you that you are healed. That's where he bears witness with you that he's delivered you from the power of darkness and translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. That's where he bears witness with you that he spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them openly, triumphing over him in it in the Lord. 
Amen. All the truths and promises of God we believe we receive in our heart, then we go about walking by faith and not by sight. Acts 17.2 says, Paul, as his manner was, went unto them and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of his mind. Oh, you don't have that one? Acts 17.2. Paul, as his manner was, went unto them and three days reasoned with them out of the Scriptures. Don't reason with me about your opinions unless it lines up with the Word of God and then you give me some proof text. Don't just give me a favorite scripture, that one scripture. 2 Corinthians 13.1 says, out of the mouth of two or three scriptures, let every truth be established. Paul, as, a manner, as his manner was, went unto them and three days reasoned with them out of the Boy, you guys aren't even talking to me tonight. Come on. Come alive. We're in God's presence, right? Right? All right. Say it with me. Because what? Out of the Scriptures. That's the only way you're going to build up faith and continue to have fresh faith that you are healed if you keep, if you keep a current faith. A faith that stands in the posture and position that I believe I have received, therefore I have it. According to the word of God himself, took my infirmities, bare my sicknesses. He was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities, a chastisement of my peace was upon him with his stripes. I'm healed, and by, uh, by his stripes, Peter said, we're healed. Those are three witnesses I love, and we're going to look, about, look at them in just a moment. So God's word is God's will. We know that, Right? It doesn't, matter what the, it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what the doctor's report says. It doesn't matter who's saying what. I, I would, I would um, encourage all of us to be that much more of a student of the Word of God to make sure we never forget these basic principles. And, and, and there's a big, large, a fairly large part of the Word of God that uh, part of the body of Christ has never really heard Never really heard, by Jesus' stripes you're healed. Just like they receive salvation, same way they receive healing. Now, let me ask you something. Why do people have so much faith for salvation? Can I talk you out of their salvation? Nope. You got a witness. You got the word. And the more you hear word on that, it just, it, you know, there's no one, there's no one's going to tell me I'm not the devil's a liar. I, I'm saved according to the word. I did what the word said. But, but why do we have faith in Jesus Christ, our healer, so much rather than we do maybe other topics? What would be the answer to that? Thank you, class. Uh, it's because you hear, you hear about salvation over and over and over and over and over and over. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Whatever your faith is down on, get in the Word and get back up on it in your faith. And the only way you can do that is stop asking your friends, do I look any better? No, you know, you know, you go into the Word and find out what the Word says, whether you look better or not. Try, try to get around people that said, oh my God, you look like you died and came back. What, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? 
Well, why did Jesus drive on hill going to the doctors? God's word is God's will. You know, I think of I think the parable of the sower. You know, it talks about different grounds, four different kind of ground, and then the the good ground that produced thirty, sixty, hundred fold, and and and. We are not 100% producing as much fruit as we might think we are. Well, that's great news. Um, it, it, I'm a pastor. That's why you hear different messages, different messages. Different. You should never camp out with one particular minister to study one thing only. You get warped. And the word's good, but you've got to balance it out with... You know, um, other scriptures help interpret scripture. You need the full panoramic uh, picture of what the Word of God says. So that's why, I mean, there are certain ministers assigned with a topic, but they need a pastor. So they live a balanced life, and then they can go administer it that much better. So they, you know, they don't hurt the sheep. They, they help the sheep. Psalm 103 this is a psalm of David, and he said, bless, and this is amplified, bless affectionately, gratefully, praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is deepest within me. Here, I've been thinking, you guys are, oh, there's no scripture. Oh, there it is. Well, that, that made me look sort of funny. But, uh, yeah, I hadn't seen scriptures up there. Have you been having the scriptures up tonight? You have. Thank God, because I think you had, and and I didn't see him up there, and you guys were repeating after me. I was like, man, these are Bible scholars. All right. So bless, affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord, O my soul. Notice your spirit has to amp up your soul sometime like I had to. I mean, Vic was up there trying to get you to say wow, and you're like, <laughs> I feel you, Vic, you know. But no, really, we're in the presence of God, and sometimes when we get the, we know we're in the presence of God, it helps us pray different, it helps us praise different, it helps us worship different, it just helps us in so many different ways. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is deepest within me, bless His holy name, bless, affectionately, gratefully, praise the Lord, O my soul, and what? Forget not one of all his benefits. If you're going through a physical attack in your body, you're not necessarily wanting to study on another topic at that, mo at that moment. You want to dig into the healing word and just get fresh. And if you don't have to release your faith for a little bit, or if it's an urgent and emergency, you release your faith. But, but you want to sort of just just sort of bask in that word and, 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 and just look at that word and attend to that word and incline your ear into it. Hear good sermons on healing and hear scriptures on healing. Don't let it depart from your eyes because if you let it depart from your eyes, you'll go with what the world thinks and they say you're not healed because you don't feel healed. You're not healed because the doctor says you're not healed. You know, God's ways are not our ways. And if you're going to give this ear to the world, you'll have a difficult time walking in faith. If the, you hear me say these things, but I'm going to keep saying them. Whenever something begins to hurt your faith, you back off it. Hannah, you said something to me just today. You said, Dad, I was listening to somebody saying this about something. 
And you know what? I did back off that. I just reject that. I said, let's not talk about that. that mm. It was something contrary to what she was believing for. Yeah, I didn't. She didn't necessarily put her hand in someone's face. Say, no, no, let's not go there. But she just backed. She shut, she shut it off. Whatever you're watching, whoever you're around. I thank God for my inner circle that understands faith. I thank God for those closest in my world that, 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 that understand where I'm coming from, that'll come alongside us. If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. Thank God. You know, I, I'm truly rich. And one of the greatest reasons that I'm rich is because I have a wife that's on the same path as I am, and we've been with each other for, for, for three, four decades now. And we've always been on the same path because we've always been growing, and we always helped each other through challenges and, and difficulties. And we, we, thank God, thank God for a good pastor. Oh, thank God. I've got one, and I know what the benefit of us. Hey, Bishop Hash, Lady Joy, and I was telling... I was telling some people earlier tonight that Bishop Ash texted me early this morning. He said, Joseph Coyne, get up. I heard the lightning. I woke up. And, uh, and what had happened was um, Misty and I, we communicate with him weekly, and then we also uh, are endeavoring to do a meal together with each other uh, once a month, and having to know when the holidays hit, it's just a little difficult. But anyway, he gave us a time and a place where we would go. And I said, Bishop, I am so sorry. I'm so wrong. I was so, I apologize. I didn't say I was so wrong. I apologize because when that text came in, we were in the emergency room with my wife, and I wouldn't think about anybody's texts. <laughs> I wouldn't, it, you know, I actually saw that text come, but then the doctor came in. I totally forgot, so I apologize, Bishop Pash. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, he said, son, you're doing the right thing. Just take care of your wife. Yes, sir. Um, so here the Word of God is encouraging us, don't forget, which tells us we have the potential of forgetting. Or we have the potential of not being as sharp as we need to be concerning certain uh, promises or, or whatever the word is saying. That's why I, I, I really, I, I just really challenge you to get on a daily reading plan so you read through the whole word in a year. It would just really help balance you to see the full picture. Now, when you go through a challenge or you might get hungry on a particular subject, uh, feed your hunger on that particular subject, and maybe God's getting you ready for a test in that area. Maybe you might, uh, you might have a, a storm on the horizon. Do you know God will show us things to come, and all of a sudden sometimes he'll just put something on our heart to study, and all of a sudden later on down the line you're like, oh, I know exactly why I had that season to study. And I, I know that, that word that you know, I made, God helped me make fresh in my life, helped me overcome. Amen. Thank God. So don't forget one of all of his benefits. And again, this is, this is common knowledge throughout the body of Christ. I'm the true body of Christ. I'm not talking about 
people that say they're Christians and they live like the devil. That went over well too. Um, yeah, we ought to have fruit that bears witness that we are a child of God. You know, the word says, matter of fact, if you can continue sinning over and over and over and over and over again, how can that be since the seed of God, his nature's on the inside of you to help you have a whole new creation and you the next, you, you were addicted to this thing one day and the next day when you got born again, you don't have a desire for it anymore. Now, sometimes people need to, you know, have, have a good program or something like that's filled with the word of God to help them overcome that. But I'm telling you what, there ought to be something different about you when you get saved. There ought to be something different about the friends you have, the places you go, the people you see, the things you do. God, I'm telling you what, we, we ought to be different. And then we, then we can wear these hoodies. And I don't want you to be, you know, yelling out your waitress and all of a sudden you got love God, love people, live with purpose, harvest church. All right. Who forgives everyone? Come on, this is good news. You heard this over and over again, but think about, think about the stuff that you're glad no one else found out about right now. Thank God, thank God. For, thank God, thank God, thank God, right? Would you love me to find out everything you did in your past? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I, I agree with you. That's what I'm trying to get all the rest of you to. Yeah. So who forgives every one of all your iniquities? Think about the worst thing you could think of that you've ever done. Forgiven. Wiped out as though it never existed. Clean slate. You've been washed in the blood. The price for, for the wages of that sin was death, and Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice by taking on our death penalty. Come on now. Somebody better get excited that I'm forgiven. <laughs> that really, again, remission is for the world. Because you get remission when you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Remission of your sins means it's wiped out as over it never existed before. So when you receive Jesus, you start over. Old things have passed away. You've got a brand new future. But don't just hear that and get excited about that. When you are saved, guess what? When we skin our knee or when we mess up here and there, thank God, I confess my sins before you, God, and you're faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Matter of fact, you have, we have to get a hold of the fact that sometimes we receive forgiveness. We don't feel like it. Come on now. You've got to walk by faith for forgiveness too. I told you about that particular, uh, you know, this has happened more than one time, so I don't think I'm talking about any one particular person. Have you ever been betrayed? And then, you ever, then you saw them in the Home Depot? And you're like, ain't no way I'm going down that way. Because I, like, I don't feel like going and seeing them. And you know what? When it's tender, don't judge anybody. Sure enough, man, I saw this particular couple... Man, if you, if you hear some of the stories some pastors go through. But again, I know you go through challenges too. 
So anyway, I was just walking there, minding my business, and said, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, why did I see them? Why did you make me see them, God? So I said, I think I'll go a different direction. And of course, you know what God did to me? He said, Joe, you go greet them. Hug them. Ask about them. And so I, I didn't let them see me coming. So I could get upon them before they could react. <laughs> So, <laughs> my family know, knows this. Um, let's see here. That beautiful couple. Come right here. Come right here. Yep, red shirt. Come on. Oh, man, if you only didn't come tonight. <laughs> no. So, right there, standing next to each other. So, here I am. I'm walking down here, and they're looking at some blinds and seeing some blinds. And they're, they're exactly... Like they're, they're not looking at me. They look ahead and say, hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> oh, I hear you're doing good things. That's all right. Yeah, so good to see you. Have a great day. <laughs> that's, about, that's, that's about like it was. Has anybody ever had to do that beside me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you, ever, have, you ever been betra- have you ever been done wrong and God says, you go apologize? Oh, God, man, God says, you pursue peace. You be, you be the, the grown-up one. And I'm, the, yeah, we're peacemakers. Thank you, Fran. Fran, look at Fran. She just looked like a forgiver, a peacemaker. She is. She's been so constant, so diligent. She's a pillar here at Harvest Church. Let's give her a hand. She, she has done so much behind the scene. Whoa, I'm telling you what, and many of you have, and I thank you so much for that. But anyway, we're learning how to walk by faith, right? What are we working on? We're working on believing that the same way I have a witness in my spirit that I am saved. I'm saved. Thank God I'm saved. That and I believed I received him as my salvation. I confess him as my Savior and Lord of my life. Is the same way then I'm going to find out in the Word of God what is His will in every matter of life. Can you see why people have more faith about salvation than maybe another topic? Do you see why I can't preach on your favorite message all the time? And the most dangerous thing you could ever do is just go follow around one preacher on one topic. What you'll do without pastoral covering, you'll go extreme, and you can't maintain extreme. You can't maintain extreme. Some of you guys are getting ready to have some January New Year's resolutions, and the the problem with some of you are going to be, you're going to give yourself goals that are way beyond your ability to fulfill them, and and you're just going to get discouraged. Why start? Or maybe you'll have a membership for the whole year, and you go two weeks I'm not saying be aggressive, but we need to set goals that are obtainable. With his help, nothing's impossible. But you need to set a, you need to set a, 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 a daily routine of discipline in your devotion. Um, you know, I'm just going to rededicate myself to the Lord this year. I'm going to read four hours of the Word every day. You are not. You are not. How about starting with 15? 
How about just start to talk to your father as, as your father, God? How about getting a couple devotions maybe that are sent to you about faith and healing so you feed on that amongst the broad word of God you're getting in? And never forget, over and over again, I remember Dad Hagen said, listen, consistently, really daily, feed on faith and healing. Because if you do not need it for yourself, you're going to need it for someone else. How many found that to be true? Yeah. All right, so we go on and it says, who forgives everyone. Stop letting the devil pull one out like God didn't forgive you that and live in condemnation for the rest of your life. He forgives every one of all your iniquities. Come on now, let's read on. Who heals each one of all your diseases. That means everything you've ever gone through or ever could go through and in, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, it talks about all, if you obey God, all these blessings come on you. And, and if you disobey God, then all these curses come upon you. And, and the word describes so many different fi, um, physical challenges. And he says, matter of fact, and you'll be smitten with everything not even written in this word. Like Jesus, Father, <laughs> there, there's something there's a dynamic duel between forgiveness of sin and healing for your body. If God's been dealing with you about something for a prolonged period of time, do you know what he, he might be saying to you tonight? He said, if you don't adjust that, that's, that right there is hindering me from releasing the power of God upon your life. Why? Well, he's acting like a parent. You know, if I'm, I'm doing something wrong, and I keep doing something wrong, and, and he keeps answering my prayer and affirms my direction, that would not be a good parent. You don't reward your kids for bad behavior. And you don't take it away from the ability of an authority that is acting right to correct your kids. Our kids knew that their teachers could correct them, and guess what happens when they come home? <laughs> they, they, they are brought into a new level of understanding. And, and so, right, and if, if it was minimal, and our kids rarely ever had to be paddled, and, um, and if it was something my wife says, yeah, I'll take care of this, she'd take care of it. But if she really wanted to get their attention, wait till dad gets home. Dad has a little bit heavier of a hand. I would never strike them in hatred or, or in anger, I meant. And, and we didn't abuse them at all. But boy, they were screaming like we did. <laughs> uh, yeah. So God also heals each one of all of our diseases he redeems our life from the pit and corruption. He beautifies and dignifies and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. 
He satisfies your mouth, your necessity and desire at your personal age and situation. God is satisfying your mouth at, with your necessity at your personal age and your situation. Don't you say, tell me someone doesn't understand. God says, I'm getting, this, I'm getting in this thing with you right where you are in the exact situation you are in your life, and I'm helping you. I'm going to help you with that. You know, that's why sometimes generations, if we stop communicating, it causes us to almost separate. God doesn't do that. He knows how to, he knows how to communicate to the generation. What's the newest one? Gen. Oh, Jesus. It's X, Y, Z. What else? <laughs> The baby boomers, I'm a baby boomer, and, and all the, but you know, God knows how to talk to all of them, and we should walk in love to the place that we allow each other to speak in each other's lives. But one thing that the younger will never have over the older is I've already done it for many more years than you have. So you might want to just watch your approach here. I love that. Who satisfies your mouth, your necessity and desire at your personal age. And situation, Jesus just spoke to me. No, it was Joseph. Joseph, you just text me. Where are you at, Joseph? Did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? Well, didn't I say that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. This service is just about over right now. Just about over right now. We'll talk later, son. He's no longer in my house, but I can still take him down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> we have been redeemed from the curse of the law, for it is written, "Curses everyone that hangs on the tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles or those who believe. That's Galatians chapter 3. Thank you very much, Joseph. Uh, now, let me give you two more scriptures, and we'll wind it up for tonight. Wait, no, one, two, three. And the ones I already quoted before. Again, what are we working on? We're working on believing God from our spirit, right? Because it's with the heart man believes. It's with the heart man believes, and with their mouths confessions made unto salvation. It's with a heart I believe. Man, I'm telling you, it's so good to go over these principles because I know in faith about things I'm standing for that absolutely do not, do not look anything like what I'm believing. Certain things I've been believing God for years, they're coming. I believe I have received them. God's watching, watching over his word perform it. I have it exactly when I need it. I believe I already have it. <laughs> so he's going to bring it. In his season, Isaiah 53, 5 says, can you read it with me? Okay, let's read. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him, and with his stripes that wounded him, someday we're going to get healed. We have to believe we receive and that we are, because what things whoever you desire, prayer of faith, 
Believe that you receive them and you'll have them. Believe you receive them when you pray. Believe you receive them when you pray. When I pray the prayer of faith for healing or something like that, I pray that prayer of faith one time. I believe I receive that need met in my body concerning whatever it is, and I thank God, and I continue to just rehearse and praise Him over the Scripture of why I'm healed until it happens. And then, then a good thing, every time you're faced with a financial challenge, a healing challenge, a physical challenge, or whatever the challenge might be with your kids, ask God, along with believing you receive, ask God for wisdom. He has got a particular path for you to deal with your children. And if you're trying to treat all your children the same way, you are missing God. And do not favor one child over another, or you are missing God. Get to know your kids. Joseph's much different than Hannah. They have the same heart, but our approach had to be different. God, thank God. And with his stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Matthew 8, 17, let's read. Jesus went to Peter's house. He saw Peter's mother-in-law was in bed with a high fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her. Then she stood up and went for a cruise because she wasn't in pain anymore. Don't ask God to heal your body so you do more stuff like that. Man, the first thing I'll be thankful, make sure you're serving God in some capacity. Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. If we're spending time with him, oh, man, we just want to serve and help other people just like he did us. He touched her hand. The fever left her. Then she stood up and began to serve him. And that evening, people brought, you don't need to say anything. And that evening, people brought to Jesus many people who had demons inside them, and he spoke the, um, and, and the demons left. He spoke a word, the word, it is written, it is written, and he's given us authority. The devil does not have authority over you. You have authority over the devil in Jesus' name. The devil is defeated foe, and that's another thing we can fit, forget sometimes when it, when it seems like all hell is busting loose. Get back in the word and, and remind yourself about the authority of the believer. There's things God's expecting for me to do in the name of Jesus toward the enemy because he's given us that authority. That evening people brought to Jesus many people, the evening people brought to Jesus many people who had demons inside them. He spoke and the demons left the people. He healed all those who were sick. Now why? Why do he make that? Why do he make these statements? So Jesus made it clear the full meaning of Isaiah 53 we read just a minute ago. The prophet said he took away our diseases and he carried away our sicknesses. 1 Peter 2.24, he personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree as on the altar and offered himself on it that we might that uh, we might die cease to exist to sin and to live to righteousness by whose wombs by his wounds 
Because he took our wounds, we are healed. Let's all stand up, lift up your hand, and thank God by his stripes you're healed. Thank God that he's delivered you from the power of darkness, translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. If you're going through symptoms tonight, just lift up your hand. If you have not prayed the prayer of faith, oh, right now, God, we just look to you. We thank you for the healing word. And we receive healing from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. And that witness that we are saved is the same witness right now that the Holy Spirit is giving me that I am healed and I walk by faith and not by sight. And I'm in agreement with all those who have already believed they have received. I thank you, Father. We agree that they are healed. We stand with them that they are healed. And Father, give doctors wisdom and give each person standing. Also, those who are looking online tonight, give them wisdom as to what path they need to take, which doctor to go to, which doctor not to go to, which procedure, what not. Father, your path to walk out naturally, what we need to do, well, Jehovah Rapha, you are our healer. Come on, somebody, let's just praise him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank, there's a healer in the house tonight. There's a healer in the house tonight. Oh, his name is Jesus. There's a healer in the house tonight. We've released our faith, and I thank you, God, you're watching over your word to perform it, and I thank you the healing power of God is working mightily in us now, working a cure. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we are now recovering. We're getting better, and we're getting better, and some people are being healed right now. Father, we thank you. Regardless of when it comes, we believe we've received it. We have it, and we thank you for watching over your word to perform it. Oh, praise, Father. Now, let's just give him all the glory, all the honor, all the power, all the praise, all the dominion. Oh, we just lift up holy hands without wrath and doubting. We magnify you and we glorify you and we praise you, my Father. Oh, thank you. You've forgiven me of so many things I've forgotten, but never let me take it for granted. You've healed me so time, so many times before. We're all in agreement, by the way, that Pastor Misty's healed. We're in agreement with all those who are on our healing list or those who might be in hospitals or whatever case they might find themselves in. God, we just believe there's a healing balm in Gilead. There's a healing anointing at Harvest Church and in the body of Christ, and we thank you. We're so privileged to have you as our Father. In the name of Jesus, we all agree by saying, amen.